Hello. Hi. Hello and welcome. Welcome back to another episode of Locked on Spartans. It is Tuesday, October 22nd. 2019. I am your host, Will Hunter. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. We are joined, as has become my favorite thing about this entire football season, and I'll be sad when it when it ends. Um, uh, will you be? <laughs> I'll be sad when the tradition ends. Matt Sheehan is here. Hello. Locked in for an entire episode once again. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. I'm back. So super excited about that. Matt, did you enjoy the bye week? I loved it. I, I feel healthier today than I normally do. <laughs> Like, there wasn't a lot of stress over the weekend. It was odd. Odd is the best way to characterize it. Yeah. um, You and I were, I think, in a similar situation because my wife worked the entire weekend. Mm -hmm. And wasn't your wife doing something where you kind of had Saturday? She was just gonzo. Oh, yeah. yeah, She's had enough of me. So she just said, I'm going to the complete opposite (laughs) side of the state where you will be. And I was like, great. I would be golfing, eating hot and ready's, and just drowning myself in sweet, sweet Miller Lite for... uh, the entire day so yeah yeah i was matt and i were talking and i mentioned this uh at the end of last week's show i had a a leg procedure in the middle of last week and so i was pretty much off my feet for i'm just getting back onto my feet yesterday really um and so it was just like yep my wife's working uh i sat on the couch when i got up in the morning crutched over the couch sat down and didn't get up <laughs> until yeah. I went to bed at two in the morning. <laughs> all, all things considered, that's that's the dream. It was, uh, it was nice. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, man. So could, did you see like a lot of the Illinois Wisconsin game? Like that's pretty much only dude. I watched reasonable game on that time. I, right? Yeah, I watched seventy five percent of it because wow. uh, nothing else was really super compelling at that yeah. point. Uh, Iowa State Texas Tech was okay for a little bit. Yeah. Um, who did Clemson played? Oh, Louisville. Clemson ended up washing out Louisville. And my ABC wasn't working at that point. Uh, ah, fun. For, for nice. a fun reason. Um, so, yeah, I didn't actually watch any of that. And the um, I think it was LSU-Mississippi State got out of hand. Yeah, everything kind of got out of hand. And so I just ended up on Wisconsin-Illinois for a good chunk of that game. Like, I was... Good for really you. actually yeah. watching it and I was like, oh my God. Like <laughs> are they oh doing my God. This? <laughs> is this actually happening? Yeah. So I, I saw too much of that game really and it was yeah, it was awesome just like from a, a college football fan perspective, just watching it play out. You're like you could just see it unfurling and like Jack Cone interception, like that thing was coming, baby. Like Illinois yeah. is gonna get a shot at this. Um and then it ends up working out like that. And that kicker, like my God. Stones. The, the stones. stones. That dude could not have hit a better kick in that spot, like pure from forty whatever yards right down yeah. the middle to win the to like to beat the number five. To, team to extend Lovey Smith by three years. To, to, ex- to keep to him get, in Champagne for three years. To get Lovey Smith fifteen million more dollars. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was, Lovey's gotta build a guy's statue just to put in his own front lawn, right? I, I, mean, I, think I feel the, like that's fair. I think the kicker went back to his locker and just had an envelope in there from Lovey. <laughs> Not even an envelope. They didn't conceal it. Just just a wadded up stack of fifties. Stacks. Yeah, <laughs> you are in this champ. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was a it was a good weekend, good college football weekend, and didn't have to uh, suffer through Michigan State, which has been the suffers the proper verb the last few weeks for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was good. Um, but we are going to talk about here in just a minute. Um, Michigan State's playing Penn State, so we're going to lather ourselves up and convince ourselves that Michigan State's going to beat Penn State. And then I can't, I can't tell if I hate this or I love this. I, I, I can't tell. So we're going to do that, and then we're going to talk about basketball because um, AP poll came out. Michigan State's number one. 
number one versus number two coming up here in a couple weeks. There's a lot of fun, exciting things to talk about, and it's much better than than football. So we're going to do that for segments two and three on today's show. Reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Subscribing is the easiest way to get these episodes to your phone every single day. All right. Do you have a uh, Matt's aneurysm moment of the bye week? Oh, do I? Oh, no. Oh, it's, no. It's okay I'm if you don't. Down. It's, you know what? Okay, so we, we had a scramble Sunday morning. Um, <laughs> it was a three-man uh, scrambled tournament at this wonderful golf course called Maple Lane. It's a kind of a cow pasture, but that's okay. Love that place. I must have duffed like eight chips that day. So that was my aneurysm moment of the day. There you go. Like when I had like my eighth one. So Super self-involved, of course. Yep. Yeah, that's very topical for everyone to, to, to get, yes. All right, and are you worried about anything? I, I feel like you're worried about just the yeah, I'm worried constant about, praise and love for Michigan State basketball. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is going to hurt so bad. And the fact that, like, last year is almost guaranteed to not be replicated whatsoever. <laughs> like, 3-0 and against Michigan, winning the Big Ten regular season, Big Ten tournament, and Final Four. Like, yeah. that is very hard to do. Very hard to uh, do. And to do it two years in a row, uh, yeah, that's almost impossible. So they're, they're literally we're two games short of a pretty much perfect season last year. Yes. Yeah, so, so yeah, yeah, it's gonna it's oh God, it's gonna be great when it all comes crashing down. I can't wait. Yeah. So all right, Michigan State opens up mm-hmm. as a seven point dog to Penn State. Mm-hmm. W- what did you think that line was going to open at? Thirteen and a half. <laughs> Thirteen and a half minimum. And when I saw six and a half, I was like, okay. Well, I, I forgot who tweeted out. I think it's the M Live reporter. Guy's name Kyle Austin, I think is his name. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, uh, this idiot's looking at the run website, and then nope, sure enough, that is exactly, precisely what the spread is six and a half. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, that smells so outrageously smelly what from Vegas this? that yeah. like I have no other option but to like be emotionally back in for this game yeah. because the plan was just like you know go tailgate, have a good time, have a few beers, watch the whole game, but like with not really any faith that they could win this game. Now, uh, yeah, I, I'm all in now. Like, I, I'm expecting uh, a close game and a win now. Mm-hmm. And I hate it. Yeah, it was oh. it's the, one of the stinkiest lines of the season. Oh, it reeks out loud. What's, what's the sm- th- sorry, what, what's a smellier line? That line, Texas, pretty much a pick oh. em against TCU. Yeah, that one, I jumped on TCU money line instantly. I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, like, this is too good to be true. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, was at tex- it was at Texas um minus one when i saw and i was like oh my god and i'm like i'm not gonna take a freaking point like what's the purpose right of, yeah like, just you know, maybe I'll dive all in. no we're going for this thing i was like hold mm-hmm. that that one too um yeah apparently uh squeaking by kansas on a last second field goal mm-hmm. uh isn't that impressive kansas football or basketball what are we talking about here uh, well, that is a good question because you can have a field goal in both sports. Yeah, you like um, what I did there? Yeah. yeah, there you go. Now, football. Kansas, the Kansas football team almost beat the Texas football team. Yeah, no, that, that was outrageous because like we had a watch party over here for like whatever game was on that night, and then it was, we were just on the Penn State Michigan game the whole night, just having a rip roaring good time. And then like I, I think it was like right after a Penn State touchdown or something like that, family room was going nuts. And I'm like, uh, guys, guys, Kansas is up on Texas with a minute to go. And like just a hush fell over the room. Like, uh, pardon me. <laughs> Get to the Longhorn Network. Oh, wait, we can't. Yep. Nope. Nope. Sure can't do it. So that was uh, another letdown. But oh yeah. well. That was, that, made, that was my most infuriating thing of the day. Like I watched 
15 minutes of Georgia Tech freaking Miami on the ACC network. Yes. That I couldn't watch potentially the biggest upset of the season on the Longhorn network because of Correct. whatever reasons. Like, right. yeah, heaven forbid that game is on FS1. Right. It's not as outrageous as last year's Oklahoma Army game being on pay-per-view. Yes. Yes. But, like, it's just one notch below it, I think. Big 12, figure your shit out. <laughs> it's not good. And the Pac-12, too. Like, I can watch the Big Ten network, I can watch the ACC network, and I can watch the SEC network. But I got two ranked first ranked matchups yes. last week, and one of yes. them is friggin' Arizona State-Utah on the Pac-12 yes. network. That is so Pac-12 it hurts, though. Like, that They're is so just, stupid. Oh, just a chef's kiss. <sighs> Perfect. So. so dumb. Anyway, yeah, Michigan State. Yeah, um, the state game. Penn yeah, State yeah. was getting 82% of public bets, and yet the line went from seven to I, five and a half. <laughs> I audibly gasped uh, when I read that. I was having a nice dinner, you know, with the family at my parents' house, and like I checked my phone really quick, and I saw your tweet. I was like, "Oh my god, oh no, it's um, it's gonna happen." Yeah, it's it's back up to six and a half, which and like the money is still like the public's still heavy on Penn State, and that tells me that like Joe Schmo at his office on Monday logged yeah. into his account and was like Penn State minus or plus minus five and a half that's it and just crushed it yeah so, through like a nice ten dollar yeah on them. the yeah. public is still crushing it and if it like gets back up to seven you'll probably watch it plummet right back down because sharps are gonna hammer it um oh. yeah I, I I just went for it I got money line plus 220 man oh <laughs> god I love that too Man, I, I went from thinking that they're going to get like twenty-eight piece to like, yeah, I'm expecting. I, I'm, I'm going to be inebriated for <laughs> for this game on Saturday. Wow, I'm going to be stressed. It should now. be noted that we both thought, along with many other people, that Michigan State could definitely beat Wisconsin. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, like I unironically believe that, and boy howdy, I've boy. been wrong a lot of times in my life. That is one of the most wrong oh. I've ever been. My prediction was off by 41 points. <laughs> Michigan State's going to win this one 17-14 or 20-17. to 17. Nah, 38 yeah, rip. I was, <laughs> it, it was a humbling experience. Oh, my God. That was, that was something. Uh, it's going to be an interesting week, though. Michigan State totally backed into a corner. Penn State. Like the, yeah, the spot I don't know. A lot of better. offensive transfers. I don't know. That's, that's yeah. going to deplete the, the yeah. production on Saturday. Yeah. So. yeah. That's sarcasm. If gonna be it's up. gonna be tough to replace Noah Davis's half a snap. Per you know game. what it is, and uh, Rick, is it, who, I don't know who, who, who's your buddy. I don't, I don't know, and I want to reach out to him. There's a person who Rick Zoll, I think, right? Is that what his he name doesn't. Was? Yeah, his name's Rick. He doesn't follow me on Twitter, but anytime I do anything that regards mm-hmm. Michigan State tight end, he mm-hmm. uh, says something to me about Noah Davis. <laughs> And when Noah Davis announced he transferred, he sent Rick sent me a DM saying, "What the hell is going on? Doesn't Antonio not know how to evaluate talent?" Yada yada yada. Uh, Rick does not follow me. He no. just finds me. No. Um, sent me that DM. I went through his thing. His last name is not Davis. Um, mm-hmm. I couldn't tell if he's an uncle or something like that. An Step agent. Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just went through his tweets, and all of his tweets are at different. MSU people asking about Noah Davis. So he is the world's biggest Noah Davis stan, and I respect the hell out of him. It's also the point where you just have to assume it's it's his burner account. Like that like that's how close he's flying to the sun with the obsession over just name searching him over and over again. But hey, a fan is a fan. I mean a fan is a fan. I'm not criticizing him. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I once brought a sign to college game day front and center row uh, when they were at the Breslin Center that said Alan Wisniewski for Naismith, which was, 
my friend who was a walk-on at Penn State who got maybe averaged 40 seconds a game on the season. So, yeah, I, I, I get standing for, for players yeah. that don't play a lot. I respect it, but yeah. It's a hustle. Um, Michigan State's going to win, aren't they? They're going to lose by field goal and it's going to hurt. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. There are two outcomes. Michigan State wins. Michigan State loses 35-3. to three. Those that's fine. Two. Honestly, that's that's fine. Those are the only two outcomes that I want. I, I want this to be over by halftime again, just so like we're emotionally out of it. Or, yeah, I, I want the W. I do not want a back-breaking loss. Yeah, or it's coming down to the wire, and uh, the odds are Penn State's not going to be able to come up with game-winning plays in back-to-back weeks, um, yeah. especially James considering... James Franklin's still the coach. I like those odds. Yeah, I mean, James that's... Franklin's still there. And Michigan State, for all their faults, all their flaws on offense... Very clutch. Weirdly, very clutch at times. Yeah. And how hurt is KJ Hamler, too? Oh, I don't know, but he can't catch, so I'm not really worried. Wow. Imagine how good KJ Hamler would be if he could catch. Like, he's really good. Yeah. Imagine he used up just one catch be. of the season for that walk off touchdown. Yeah. Um, well, not a walk off, but like the, the icer um, at the end of that game. He would be like Percy Harvin if he could catch. Yeah. He absolutely would. He's phenomenal. But um, yeah, we'll see. Michigan I cannot State. wait for State to kick off to him every single time they, they kick off. That's, uh, yeah, that's just going to tickle me. It's going to be great. Oh, I cannot wait to get burnt for two touchdowns on the kickoff. That's he's cool. going to return the opening kick for a touchdown, and then they're going to kick the next four out of bounds. Yes. God, I can't, I can't so wait. Good. All right, we went way long. We need to take a break. Yeah, um, sorry. We're going to talk about basketball here in just a minute. Matt, be quiet. Okay, Matt was quiet. We did it. Whew, Jesus Christ! Right. That was tough. Let's talk about right. basketball. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll try to stay more buttoned up this topic and not sure. jump around a thousand no, times. All you're right. okay. okay. Uh, Foster Lawyer gained yes. twenty pounds. My first question to you: Foster Lawyer has added twenty pounds. How much of that do you think is in heart? Nineteen, of yeah, it, minimum. Yeah, and the extra pound is just uh, brain mm-hmm. uh, because coach's son. He is really a student of the game, so all the knowledge that he jammed in there is worth at least sixteen ounces, at least. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, how jacked up are you for foster lawyer rotation player? You have no idea. And boy, I got a lot riding on this too because if it doesn't go well, like I, for some reason, I feel personally responsible uh, <laughs> and will be issuing apologies to probably no one, like just probably just into the abyss. But, sure. Uh, yeah. Which is your Twitter feed, just in abyss. That that is true. Yeah. That's that's fair. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I am I'm very excited. And don't get me wrong, I'm very excited for Rocket Watts, but I am a little nervous that he will be taking over uh, for Foster Lawyer halfway through December, I think. So uh <laughs> yeah. what but, month hey, is whatever's it right best now? for the team. Uh it is October. Yeah. October. So November, December. Um mm-hmm. I don't know. I think Rocket's actually gonna play kind of a combo ish thing and will play off the ball a lot with Foster. And I think he's gonna that. play off the ball with Cassius a lot too. He'll have, Same he'll, and I'm totally here for it. Yeah. Rocket will have the ball in his hands, uh certainly. But I think he's gonna do a lot of stuff off the ball and I think they are going to trust Foster Lawyer a little bit more this season. You know, adding weight certainly helps. Mm-hmm. Uh just the fact that he is that much older, more experienced, like yeah. less fish out of water. I, I also can, broke into the coach's office too and just rigged the televisions to play the Ohio State game on a constant loop the entire offseason. So that, that's going to help as well. It's in there, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it is in there. Like, the kid can get buckets. Oh, it is. Yeah. And, like, yeah, this isn't me, like, joking around. Like, he, he can actually play the sport of basketball and <laughs> shoot and be a productive score for this team. Like, I, I believe that 100%. I don't know if people realize um, how good you have to be at basketball to look that way, yes. be that size. And get a scholarship to Michigan State. 
Yeah, he was an All-American first team as a, as a junior for a reason. Like he, the, the the kid gets buckets. Watching him in high school was like laugh out loud funny. Yeah. Just watching him just tune kids up. That was um, the best. Yeah, I don't know if he'll ever. Maybe by his senior year, um, where his usage rate's going up and he's doing different things, playing off the ball. I think he could do some stuff off the ball too. It's just tough defensively. With you can't have him and Cassius on the floor at the same time. You got to have someone like Rocket who's more athletic and can hang. Yeah. Um, but I think there's going to be a point where Foster Lawyer is going to be shooting more threes in his career, shooting the ball more, doing more. Um, and you're talking just to going to be a really efficient scorer and distributor. Not this year. I think he'll start. Ah! I think he'll start taking that step, you know, as a, as a rotation guy and be um, sort of the leader of the second unit. Someone asked mm-hmm. me that recently, who would be the leader of the second unit? And I do genuinely think it's him because I think mm-hmm. Rocket Watts, um, you know, Bingham, Brown, they're going to be bouncing back and forth between, you know, starting, playing starters minutes and stuff like that. But when it's like true second unit time, like Foster Lawyer is going to live there and that's going to be his job this year. And I think he's going to do a really good job at it. Uh, I know he will. Which is, I know he will. Um, strange place for us to start talking about. It's not, though. Yeah, no, You're it's on not. The show. No, it's You're not. On the show. <laughs> this, this, is, this is where it's meant to start. Um, I had a take on Xavier Tillman last week that I threw out there, and I got some varying opinions. I wanted to talk about it on the show, but I didn't get to it. Um, I think Tillman is going to be playing to be a lot. Like, at the end of the season, I think he's mm-hmm. going to be so like, is Xavier Tillman a lottery pick? He might be a lottery pick. Yeah. Like, like I just see that ending up being what his season entails. Especially if he could, like, still keep consistent with that long-range shot, too. Like, Dude, yeah. his shot is so nice. Like, it I is know. a nice shot. And I know. It will. He shot, like, 80-something percent from the free throw line after, yes. like, that first six, seven games where he went, like, 1 of 11 or something right. ridiculous. From free like some total terrible anomaly start, and then after that it was like eighty three percent or something. Xavier I know. Tillman shot like he can shoot the ball. Um, he's really still kind of figuring out his body and his frame. Like there were times last year where he missed dunks because he jumped too high. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like that's like oh, we forget. Xavier what a Tillman. great problem to have, man. That, was, that's awesome. Yeah, he was a little cement footed and a little uh, overweight as a freshman. And mm-hmm. he is not anymore. <laughs> he is. Uh, he makes the Spartan statue look like a, a total schlub. Yes. <laughs> he is. He is turned into an Adonis, and he can yes. shoot. Yes. God, Xavier Tillman, six foot ten, three and D player. That's chiseled three and D player. This is he's g- very exciting. I mean, he's six eight. Six eleven. Okay. <laughs> Every time you go lower, I'll go higher. That's. I'll end this podcast with him being seven six if I have to. That's that's um, not an issue. <laughs> But, like, when Tom Izzo says, yeah, Xavier Tillman could be a Draymond Green-level defender, you're like, what? I'm wait, seeing wait, it, though. What? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No. Oh, like, yeah. The last, what, month of the season? Even, like, in the tournament, dude. He's a savant. Like, he just... He was, one, he was like, the, like a top two, like, guard defender on the team by, by the tournament rolled around. Like, if, if yeah. he got switched onto a point guard, like, it was like, this is awesome. Great. Yeah. Like, he, <laughs> Perfect. Can, he can defend one through five, and... He's maybe not as we'll see because he's going into his junior year and like Draymond really took steps, especially going into his junior year. Draymond became like Draymond. I mean, he was always special. You could tell just a different kind of dude, but he really took that leap in his junior year. Like, oh man, this dude is uh, an absolute problem on the defensive end. 
Um, like Xavier Tillman has shown some flashes of like genius level defensive play and just like he's re- he's, he's more athletic than Draymond ever was in college. It's not close. Like Draymond no. was tubby. D- Draymond mm-hmm. is not tubby anymore. Draymond has turned himself into a very athletic player in the NBA. Draymond Green's feet did not leave the floor in college. No, but he made it work. <laughs> but he made it's, it work because he was a genius defensively. The biggest shame of this all is like, if only Izzo can develop talent. Like yeah. that, that's, that's the only thing missing it's here. Just, yeah. They're like He's never taken a three-star player and turned him into a first-round pick in the lottery. Never done that. No, and Aaron Henry should have been one and done last year because he was a top ten player. So that's really the the sickest part about all this. He's costing Aaron Henry money, and it just was makes Henry? me was he throw like, up in my mouth. Aaron Henry was like forty seventh in the class, something like that. Aaron Henry, he was like north of a hundred. No, he may have been like seventy. He was he was somewhere decent. when he got the when he got the state offer. He was north of a hundred. Okay, well then the yeah. sta- state offer inflates you a little. The state bit. bump, yes. The the the, the reverse two four seven MSU football. The bump reverse, yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Aaron Henry was super raw, and by the end of last season, you could start seeing it and like power dribble into the lane, finding space, getting buckets. Like, yeah, if he keeps going at this rate, like he's gonna be really. It, good. it, it says Aaron Henry was was the one forty recruit on two four seven. Really? Yeah. That is, I thought he was the highest. It's guy criminal in your class. Uh, Bingham was. You're right. Unless You're unless right. Foster jumped him at the very end, I don't know. But no. at this point, semantics. I thought it went Bingham, Henry, Brown, Lawyer, Kithier. Oh God! It, right. it doesn't we're, matter. We're jumping, we're jumping it is in. semantics. The point is, he wasn't a top twenty-five player. He wasn't a five-star, and right. he's someone that people are like, "Yeah, he could be a pro after his sophomore year." <laughs> All right, he, just for just for peace of mind for sure. listeners, it was it was it was Bingham first. Yep. Lawyer second, Gabe Brown, Aaron Henry, then Kithier. Okay. So, yeah. Damn. And then Bingham was the highest guy at 66 for 247 composite. Yeah, That's... Bingham was in the 60s. Yep. Okay. And then Foster Lawyer was just at 96, and then Gabe Brown 101. Wow. I'm, then, I'm, I'm, you know, I just, I misremember stuff all the time. And I guarantee, oh, likewise, yeah. I guarantee part of it is like, well, Aaron Henry was obviously the, uh, the right. most contributor. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. How, how dare you think that Aaron Henry was the best recruit out of that bunch? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But I, he was yelled at that one time. So yes. Let's and not he forget did not that. recover. No, okay. He's been, he's been a, a complete basket case of a man ever since. Yeah. Um, God, I just love the quotes of like Gabe Brown, like we're like basically sleeping in the gym this off season. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna I'm gonna love this team even more than I did last year's team. Like this is this is insane. Do you see Bubba's facial hair? No. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, he's, he's got a little goatee going. I'll get get down with that. Okay, goatee there we go. mustache combo. We'll see what if we. I don't know. I I, I probably won't watch the exhibition game. <laughs> oh, you oh I'm sick mid- enough to do it. Yeah. Midnight Madness. We'll see him. Midnight Madness. We'll see if he's got it. Yeah, true. Pester you mean uh, when they announced Joey Hauser's eligibility? That's 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 what you mean. That is uh, a take that is going around, and I don't know. Any, I I haven't heard anything that suggests against it. I haven't heard anything that <laughs> suggests against it. That's all I'm saying. So. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll uh, see. I don't. I didn't. I don't think Hauser played in the scrimmage. Did he? I don't. Uh, I didn't read that he did. Yeah, I so didn't read that. Probably he did. not um, then. from. Uh, Brennan Quinn and he is more plugged in than anybody with Michigan. State Brennan coach. Quinn like coached that scrimmage. He he knew everything <laughs> about what happened there. Dude. He he was running the the show there. If if I could just like I've done this a million times, but I'm going to do it again. If you like mm-hmm. Michigan State basketball, subscribe to the Athletic just for Brendan Quinn. Yeah, that's fair. 
It's just, yeah. it's just worth it. There's some people that are just at a different level than everyone else that they're working with. And Bob Gunner is like that with football. I mean, Colton Pouncey with the features. Yeah. Like he, he does a good job. Yeah. Dude, Michigan State has got it as good as anybody when it comes to coverage on the athletic. Like, super mm-hmm. lucky right now because that's going to go away when all those guys get way better jobs uh, in the future. Mm. But uh. – Take advantage of it uh, for now. That's when you and I slide in and just drag the athletic down and end the entire project. Oh, tanked and how, <laughs> how fast do you think we can take down the athletic? You think over under 28 and a half days? Do you think we can oh, sink under. them before? Okay, all right. Well, yeah, you know, it's tough because they just fire us. It's me. I'm like interviewing Craig Cust or emailing Craig Custance, the, the head of the Detroit Athletic. Like, so I think I'm going to interview the uh, land grant trophy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what, Will? You're fired. By the way, read my interview with the Land Grant Trophy at SpartansWire.usatoday.com. It was a real humdinger. What a plug. What a, what a plug. Yeah, you can't get professional work like that anywhere else other than Locked On Spartans. I forgot that uh, Hill Hunt uh, kind of destroyed the trophy yeah, last year. Mufi, Mufi, uh, during the party in the locker room, uh, knocked back into the trophy. was behind him, and he broke the Spartan off it. That's why he transferred, right? Like, he was just yes. shamed out of the program at that point? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, if you damage the land-grant trophy, you are out of the program. Let's mm-hmm. uh, continue our hoops discussion here in a minute. Um, okay. We'll just talk about how weird it is to have all this positiveness and nothing pushing back on it, seemingly. <laughs> uh, but first, Matt, a word from Roman. Yeah. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash locked to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That is GetRoman.com slash locked. How bad did you want to make a joke there? Yeah, you have no idea. You have <laughs> I, no idea. I think I do. I mean, I know you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You have uh, the, probably the precise idea. So yeah. <laughs> You know the exact idea. Um <laughs> Get Roman or watch Foster Lawyer play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You can there either go to getroman.com slash locked or click mm-hmm. on. Or Andy this. HRCMB uh, <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> Search Foster Lawyer YouTube highlights. Uh, I should be a doctor. Erectile dysfunction is a problem. Let Foster Lawyer. That's mm-hmm. not what I want to say. <laughs> Fair. I got to worry about my phrasing. Or watch my phrasing. No, no, just lean into it. I had a yeah. I had a bad one on our other podcast that I cannot repeat here. Um, but we were talking. Remember, we were talking about uh, line changes in hockey, and I was explaining you. You didn't know like how it worked mentally. Yeah. And I was explaining it, and I said you go for X amount of time, and then you you do this, and it was not great phrasing. No, it was it was perfect. It was fine. I got it the was, point across. Yeah, you can hear it on our next episode, which will probably never go live because we have mm-hmm. <laughs> we're just that podcast is dead um yeah yeah r.i.p so michigan state fans um much more I'm so one, with yes. football than basketball but we all kind of live in this world where we're just expecting something terrible to happen yes like we just are uncomfortable being like if if michigan state all of a sudden had the expectations in the players of alabama football Mm-hmm. We would just be like, okay, well, the coach is going to leave, everyone's going to transfer, and then everyone who's left is going to tear their ACL. Yeah. And it's just how it's going to happen. And probably like like a stadium burning down or the arena burning yeah, down. Yeah, a section of the stadium is going to collapse. 
No mm-hmm. one's going to get hurt, thankfully, but we won't be able to play. They'll have to play uh, at Michigan Stadium where uh, there will be a, a ticket scalping issue and every home game will look like a Los Angeles Chargers home game. Yes. Just surrounded by uh, away fans, no Michigan State fans. No, it's uh, Steelers fans. Steelers it's still going to be Steelers fans. It's yeah, just, they're going to yeah, make their way to start stadium. Every game is going to be Steelers fans somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's inside if you don't watch the NFL or don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Chargers play in a soccer stadium. Nobody likes them. The Steelers fans uh, bought all the tickets to their game last week there, and it was 100% Steelers fans at a Chargers home game. There. Yeah. Background info filled in. Bang. Look at that. How uncomfortable are you just like preseason number one, 60, mm-hmm. 60 out of, or no, 59 mm-hmm. out of 64 first place votes. No, 60 out of 65. My bad. 60 out of 65 first place votes. Odds I did not favorite. know it was that many. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Kentucky oh. got two. Kansas got three. Yeah. Um, odds on favorite to win the national championship. Like a huge favorite to make the final four. They're like minus 110 or something stupid to God. make the final four. Like, I, I hate hearing this. <laughs> so there's two parts of this. Yeah. Those are ridiculous expectations. Yes. This is a. F- Friggin' phenomenal basketball team. They're incredible. Like, they should be absolutely incredible unless they get, like, three major injuries. And it's not one, it's three. Right, correct. And, oh, God. And I, uh, we, we've seen so many injuries from both the football and basketball team, like, over the last five years. It's, like, it's kind of what we're expecting. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, Mark Titus, like, uh, on Twitter has his bit, like, uh, oh, who's that, like, big player that's going to be injured for all December to galvanize the team through adversity? But, like, that's not really a bit from him anymore as much as it's just, like, the truth. (laughs) Like, that does happen every year where, like, some big player goes down with an injury. I mean, last year it was Ward late in the season. That's who it was. Um, And Langford. Well, well, Langford, obviously, (laughs) too. But, yeah. Um, But, yeah, God, it's just – I'm just waiting for that shoe to drop. And, oh, if we can make it through the season completely healthy, I – I'll convert to whatever religion Tom wants to convert me to. I, dealer's choice for him. So, yeah, <laughs> fine. Sold. I'm there every Sunday is, or Monday, is, whenever he gathers. Yeah, well, it's just they gather like once a year for a weekend, late March, early April. Fantastic. Um, That's fine with me. Yeah, like it's, it's not fair. Like it's fair, but it's not fair. It's like national title or bust. It, it it is, but like also knowing that it is such a crapshoot in the tournament. Yeah, like that that that's the other thing too. Like, will a season be successful if like they double up in the Big Ten trophy again this year and make like a deep run to the Final Four? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, it'll be. Will, six- will it suck? Will it be bittersweet that like yeah they could this team top to bottom could have won the national title? Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I think it'll it's, be the the biggest disappointment for Tom mm-hmm. in his career. Like. So the fourteens up there, yeah, the, yeah. The Middle Tennessee loss and the Syracuse loss are one yeah. and two right now. You can order them, however, it doesn't really matter. Oh, I think UConn is three. I mean, I, I'm sorry, I think UConn is two. I think it's really? Middle Tennessee and, the, and and then the UConn game is two. Yeah, because they were up eight at halftime. Like that, yeah. that's the other thing too. Like but it was still, right there. Like for that's them. it was elite, right there. That's the elite eight at least. And that team was good, but that team was a four seed, was banged up all year, and kind mm-hmm. of, you know, they were the 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 fun pick, but they weren't. They came into the season with high expectations, but they weren't like the runaway favorite for it all. And by the time the tournament came around, they were 
I think ninth or tenth in odds. But they like, were getting it all together at the right start. Like they, they got were. everyone back healthy before that Big Ten tournament, they, and like they were rolling. They like, were windmill dunking in the championship game against Michigan, rolling like it yeah. was. Wow, we're having fun here. They were, but Middle Tennessee was um, in both games. Syracuse and Middle Tennessee were two seeds teams mm-hmm. that you should absolutely beat, and just dog yeah. crap performances. Like you, can, they lost to a U. I mean. We can. We don't have to keep debating this, but like mm-hmm. that UConn right, right. team was rolling, and they won the national championship. And yes, Michigan yeah, State should have right. won that national championship, but just the the early ed defeats. Or whatever. Those are the top three. It's it's a great sad uh, Mount Rushmore that we have. Yeah, those are the it's a sh- short one. Head, uh, yeah, those are the top three. This would be number one for me if. Like, if they go out early, Final Four makes it a little easier. But, like, say this team mm-hmm. loses in the second mm-hmm. round, this would be number one. Yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. 100%. I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll talk about it when we get there. But if it's, like, a game like the Middle Tennessee State game where a team's just yeah. shooting, like, 89% from three and it's just really <laughs> not your day, then, ah, what can you do about it? It's still going to absolutely hurt, and you're not going to get over it for a while. But, yeah. Man. I don't the, know, I, man. It's just... The expectations is this bad that so I'm just high. like already thinking of like impeding doom? <laughs> like I, I like okay, impeding, I, I know it impending? is. Like I know I should get excited, but like I, I just there's something in the back of my head. It might even be in the front of my head. Obviously, that's like man, if this doesn't go to plan, this is gonna be very sad. But yeah. honestly, I just need to sit back and enjoy it, and I just need someone to slap me upside the head and just tell me that. So I I am excited for the start of the season though because like tell oh, me yeah. if I'm weird for this, but like. I, I I call it gravy season. Like it's all gravy. If you lose one of these games, no one cares. I, in the grand scheme of things, like fine. Like that doesn't mean anything. But if you like beat Duke, beat Kentucky, beat Kansas, like oh yeah, we're 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 throwing mini parades in whatever subdivision of a neighborhood that you're watching the game and on your television. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're going nuts. We're we're burning a couch inside this nice wholesome suburban neighborhood. So, yeah, Champions yeah. Classic, Big Ten ACC. Like it is house mm-hmm. money season for sure. It is. Yep. Everyone's paying attention to football still. And then Oh, you know. I'm rolling up to this game with my final four hat on. I'm I'm ready to slide <laughs> seamlessly into basketball season if things go south Saturday. That's uh that's the plan. Everyone go to the Penn State game with your is own shirt under your yep. jacket. And yep. if it goes south, just pop that sucker out and be like, Well, we'll uh won't see you in the tournament, yeah. Penn State. Jokes on you, I don't even care about this football season, huh? <laughs> so, yeah, it's perfect. It, have fun not winning a national title. We're gonna go win one in another sport. <laughs> losers how do you like yeah. them apples <laughs> <laughs> all right that's our time we ran long like we always do but it's okay yeah thanks so much yeah. uh to everyone for listening to today's show thanks to matt for gracing us with his presence oh thank you this is great i'm, I'm not sad this time yeah exciting yeah we've got a uh, back-to-back matt's now uh, tomorrow matt happner will be on when steven matt matt smart matt yeah. yep that is just, yeah, Smart Matt will be on. We had Silly Matt today. Smart Matt will be on tomorrow. <laughs> yep. Um, we'll talk about Penn State a bit, I'm sure, and just kind of, I don't know, see how we're feeling. We didn't talk after the Wisconsin game. I want to see how Matt's doing. If Matt's, Matt's probably just moved on to basketball season. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. If he didn't have to write about the football team, he'd be like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Um, I don't want to put words in his mouth. But we'll talk to Matt tomorrow, and then, uh, yeah, we'll start getting ready for Penn State. Got a crossover Episode coming on Thursday for the Nittany Lions with the uh, the new host of Locked On Nittany Lions as well. So a lot of stuff coming the rest of the week. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, Matt, why don't you take us on home? <sighs> Spartans by 80 this weekend. Let's go. We're back. Money line them. Money line them, you cowards. Let's go. <laughs>